Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Totally natural. Yeah. <laughs> finally, whoa. you're finally revealing your true voice to the audience. Oh, yeah. I always it. You guys meet the character Henry Zabrowski, but the real Henry Zabrowski, yeah. he sounds like this. Oh, bus stop Henry Zabrowski. I, uh, you know what? <laughs> How simple would it be? To just live at the bus stop. I think it's extremely difficult given the threats of violence, no, the constant no. having to protect your tushy. No, no, no. Uh, and not to mention dealing with everybody who's upset that the Greyhound is late. No, you're out there. The hot chick with the bread always comes by hmm. and she's like, and she's singing her song about how she reads all the, all the, time, all the time because <laughs> she's the only nerd in town for some reason. And you're at the bus stop. She gets the baguettes for free. Of course, she's a fucking hot chick. What do you get? No one brought anything to you. You're obviously starving sitting on the bus. Right, Bus right. stop. With your hands up your ass. Have you been to a bus stop before? Uh, one time. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben, hanging out oh with God. bus stop Henry Zabrowski. That is me. And uh, I am just <sighs> so happy to be back. We're going to spread a little bit of laughter today. <laughs> you know what we say before the show each time, and this is, I think it's important for you to remember, every single time we look dead into each other's eyes, we get about an inch away from each other's <laughs> mouths, and we say, this time... Let's have fun with it. Let's have fun with it. Because that. I'm seeing a lot of uh, messaging about the new uh, David Cronenberg film. Okay, what's this um, about? It's called, I believe it's called Cinema of the New Flesh. Hold on, I let me look this name. up. that name. David Cronenberg, so cool. The Mostly Fly. Cronenberg, because everybody's talking about it because they're in Cannes. They're in oh. the Cannes thing. I forget what. Let me see what the name of this movie is. By the way, Tom Cruise is back. He went to Cannes and he won a dipshit award. I forget. Yep. What the, what's the name of the award? The, the Pepe Le Pew? A Palme d'Ion. Oh. Palm Dion, which I just did to myself all weekend long. Yes. Hello. Hello. Crimes of the Future, it's called. And the thing is, I don't know if I ever told this story on the show. No. Did I ever tell you this story about the time I saw his butthole, David Cronenberg? <laughs> no. Have you ever said this on the show? No. Did it look like the fly? No. I, I'm haunted by this because his image keeps coming up. And I I remember this looking a, into this, this man's eyes. This is an eyes. innocent exchange, I would assume. Okay. Yeah. So I was in Toronto, Canada. Right. And not I, Toronto, um, Maine. Not to brag, but I was in Toronto, and uh, I thought it would be fun to play a little prank 
on a, one of my co-workers at the time. I was working on okay. a show that was the, that some of you have hilariously called Heroes Stillborn. Yes, Heroes Reborn, of course, the fantastic show. It was not your fault. You did great. Whoever did the effects for the video game, that's what kind of brought people out of I it. I don't want to get into it, okay. but also I feel like Heroes Stillborn is really sad. I actually wish they would have went ahead and just aborted it and flushed it. <laughs> but I went to do this funny the little old prank. Burger King abortion. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, drive by. Oh um, my! I uh, was it was Ryan Guzman, my friend, very handsome. Yeah, uh, and and I did a funny little prank on him, and then he was coming back. I I basically wait a second. What was the funny prank? He had uh, what he said was a uh, what he viewed as an unstable ex girlfriend. So I took <laughs> a, a bunch of lipstick and I wrote all over the mirrors and also the inside of his trailer. I found you. I can't wait to be with you. I found you. We're going to be together forever. Are you Jared Leto pretending to be the Joker? What happened? You yeah. cult. Crazy. I, I wasn't in character. I was wow. just having a good time. And so but then when he came back early, it was like, ooh. So I thought I would nimbly jump over the trailer <laughs> hitch between the trailers, and I missed it. And I gouged a full two inches of meat out of the shin of my leg. Karma. Uh, karma. Karma. Seriously. And so I had to go to the Hollywood doctor in Toronto, right? So I went to the Hollywood doctor. They just bring you in there because I yeah. needed to get a tetanus shot because I haven't had a tetanus shot in a long time. And I went in, the Canadian woman in the front, very pleasant. Sure. A dumpling of a woman. Oh. She was just like, oh, well, your doctor is ready for you. Yeah, I could just go right back there. Go right back there, yeah. And so I sauntered back in, and I opened the door. And as I opened the door, I go, hey, this is Henry Zabrowski. And I look, and I see a, an old man <laughs> is bent over the table. His butt is spread wide okay. with the white hair, like literally like a like a if you scared a koala to death, you know what I mean? And it just went white. That's what it looked like from the bottom down. And oh, I mama. I looked straight into talk about body horror. Yeah. I looked straight into this old man's butthole and literally the doctor yeah. like turned around and as the doctor turned around and I said, hello, my name is Henry Zabrowski. I then also looked into the eyes of the man. I like, you know, you take it all in. Sure. You take in all the you information. the past, the so present, like, and the zoom. future. I zoomed into the butthole and then it zoomed into Whoa. the doctor looking at me sh sh uh, like absolutely startled while I'm there and then zoomed in on the man as he turned around and looked me dead in the eyes and I was like, that's acclaimed director David Cronenberg. Wow. And like I know for a fact and I just, I saw him, I saw him and he's just like, just stern, the look on his face well, being like, because he's seen it all and he's known it all I don't in his mind. He has not seen a young Polish actor staring at his asshole as he is in a medical position, probably feeling vulnerable. Very if vulnerable. If I was him, I would say, can you not be so Canadian right now? Lock the door. They just let me in there. And you know what's weird is when he was bent over, I saw this little light. In the very yeah. center of his butthole, like, yeah. is his mouth. Inner space, yeah. <laughs> then, but I, but I, I was, it was rough. And so I left, you know, obviously slammed the door, went and sit back. You didn't the, say, like, I loved your work, sir. Well, I didn't know. What What do you do? Right. What do you say? You couldn't be like, nice. Be right. like, oh, hell yeah, I know you better than your <laughs> wife now. And then I went and I sat in the in front, in the front room. And he came out and he did acknowledge me. But the only way to really describe it, because it's David Cronenberg, so he's very like, Yes. Like he has this wow. like like nod, solemn nod on his face. And well, I feel like he should cast you in something. You guys know each other so intimately. I haven't and gotten a callback from a casting director in about three years. Well, that's fine because usually the callbacks are just telling telling you that the casting director that cast you died and now they're going with somebody else. <laughs> uh because that's basically the story of our lives. Well, speaking of buttholes, we did talk about fecal transplants on the last episode. We did. And my God, did we get a bunch of DMs from people who have poo-poo related uh, situations down there and they've had the fecal transplant and they swear by it. I guess. I don't know. 
where are we at in this country? What do you mean? Not only because the poopoo's I mean, like, let's be super basic about this. Sure. Shit's trying to get out of you. Right. Right. It's desperately looking for freedom. Unless it's, it's like, not, unless you're John Wayne and they're just trying to make a little apartment complex out of you and then eventually it'll kill you like most tenants. That's colon cancer. Exactly. Yeah. But most of the time, shit's just trying to get out of you. All these people saying, hey, but you actually know how you can stay healthy is that we can actually shove shit right, right back up in back you. Back in you. And then I guess. It's like that movie Tenet. Everything's in reverse. We are doing for this week, to, to, spoiler alert, we're going back to working on our transhumanism series Woo! this week. We're going back into it. And just this idea of, you know, doctors and scientists are just, how can you be so optimistic you could kill everyone? <laughs> you know, like this idea that you're so like, you know what to do so solidly. Like, we're definitely going to throw some old shit up there. We're right. definitely going to take what they, because they view our shit like as elderly like well, they sullen shit. They don't see it as Pizza Hut. They don't see it as, you know, the former Arby's curly fries that we consume to make said shit. They see it for its microbiotics. And as a matter of fact, what I've learned is they found out that fecal transplants are good because they did the research on mice, yes. which means they were just taking little, so little like, shits. I'm going to school. I'm going to be a scientist. And everyone takes their hats off and they say, oh, Go, what a good upstanding wow. citizen. Oh, congratulations. What Bradley, did you do all day? Knew. You put poop in a mouse. All of a sudden, you're the scientist, and when I do it, I'm a creep. I'm a serial killer. Yeah, Please, exactly. God. Well, what they're saying is apparently what they can do, and and I guess this is true. They're going to do with this uh, this idea of fecal therapy, fecal transplant, mm, where they take little poop massage. What they, a great day to be a turd. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, man. Yeah, get rubbed. No, I think I... Uh, like Mr. Hanky. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. <laughs> Do you think a turd is happier in or out of the butt? I think they're happier out. <laughs> I, I think that they want to be free. Well, it um, depends. But they say that, like, which I don't particularly understand still, that you could take a young duke... Yeah, young and poop. put it up inside of you, and then you get <laughs> healthier, it. and it helps you reverse age. Like, it's time travel. Yeah. Like, literally the shit... Like, But then my hmm. thing is, like, let's say I saved... Let's say I saved the lump of shit from when I was 12. You mean Absolutely. tell me if I had that saved and we went reactivated by like soaking in water like you do with ancho chilies. Absolutely. Or those fun things you can get that just look like a little pill, but then you put it in water, it turns into a dinosaur. Sure. You could do, if that was that, but with shit and I put it up inside <laughs> right. of me, would I all of a sudden be like, am I getting the front hairs back? I'm going to go back to playing the stoner roommate. Well, according to the surgeries that they've done or experiments rather, mm. the microbes, uh, they reduced inflammation in the brain and they also said... It, uh, it helped with key proteins. They got a bunch of proteins back in there. And I don't know. This is according to the Guadrum Institute. They said this is a groundbreaking study. He's funny. And it provides, quote, tantalizing I evidence. don't like the, the term <laughs> tantalizing in this. Says, because I hate it. They're acting like this is from like, no, we're not finding out a new panty material. Tantalizing. It's tantalizing evidence for the direct involvement of gut microbes in aging and the functional decline of the brain. So there you go. It's well, supposed to work. So I guess if you you're are not what you seeing eat. straight, your poop's all bad. Yeah. And so talking about if you are you what you eat, you really are. Like your gut health really means a lot. I've been talking about with Cena quite a bit. Cena Gaznami was course. talking about how like because he eats yogurt every day and he says that helps him. <laughs> yeah. Is that good? A lot but of also people he eat yogurt. pours about two bottles of red wine on top of it. So I don't think that it doesn't <laughs> fix it like in the end. Right? Like not to attack He's him. still a classy a, man. But all of us the same thing. Like now I'm taking, I'm trying to take my health more seriously. Obviously looking at like, you know, Marcus is coming back. He's got the long COVID. We've yes. been thinking about like how, especially because we've been working on this transhumanism episode. Mm -hmm. It was like Ray Kurtzfeil, who is the idea, he has this, he has propagated the idea that 
AI will be just as functional as the human brain by the year 2049, which is like, yeah, good luck. Very sure. freaking Absolutely. scary stuff um, in some ways. People are still on... dying at amusement parks. You know what I mean? Well, we're... that'll never change. No. But, you know, he's saying that we're going to, you know, the singularity will happen. Human, that robots will then immediately transcend us in an exponential fashion. But Ray Kurzweil, and it's all about because mm -hmm. his daddy died. And he wants to see his father what again. He wants to see his father. But yeah. he's been trying to take care of his health because he's saying that the human body can naturally be. I mean, this is real Rogan to me, and I don't think this is this is not true. Okay. But he believes that the human body could extend its own meat space life to about 150 years. Why not? So sure, and he's saying that you can get the joints in the meat. I actually think of the that's body. too short. We can live to 100 now. I mean, people lived to 100 in the 1800s. Yeah, they lived to 100 now, and they look like traveling ghosts. Not. Uh, did you see Dick Van Dyke with his younger girlfriend, who yes is 30 years younger, which means she's still 70 years old? Hey man, she still got it. And got he it. he looks like he does finally look like a chimney sweep. He does. He, he, does. he looks like a dancing skeleton, but he's let me, smiling. Want me to clean up your chimneys? And, <laughs> Thank you, Bone Man. He's so scary. Um, but what Ray Kurzweil is doing is so he's I, I added vitamins to my diet. That's what he said. You gotta add, you gotta put vitamins in your yeah. diet, you gotta exercise. So I've been taking all of this shit. You, right? didn't need, you didn't need this guy to tell you that. Everyone knows vitamins. I'm trying to make it to my exoskeleton. I know. I'm trying to make it to my You'll exoskeleton. I'm gonna get there. But what he's saying is he puts all the stuff in it. So I was like, okay, what do I do? And I looked up like vitamins on the internet. What are vitamins? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, folks, they, 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 you don't want to try the tactical bath. Whatever, folks. So I got these fucking this the um was it oil of oregano? <laughs> fish oil? This is the, no, no, not, not the fish oil. Not fish oil. But it's oil oregano. They say it's supposed to it's help your oil body. Oil of oregano. That's what it is. But guess Wait. what? It makes each one of my pisses and my shit smell like delicious pizza sauce. Ooh, but it's not yeah. good. But you know it's not good. You know when you take that, you Honey, take what are dump? you doing in there? You making pizza? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how do you know? Why don't you put some of that inside me? Yeah. But no, I like, so I took that and I tried to take the garlic supplement, which and I just You're just reeked. turning yourself into an Italian. I literally just became an Italian fucking <laughs> fitness trainer. How is this healthy? It's, I don't know. But I guess so. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. What vitamins should I be taking what in order to make it to my taking? exoskeleton? And, and myself as well. I need to get healthy. I take Corsetson? You know my new home is near Thai, uh, Muay Thai, Muay Thai, not Muay Thai. So I'm going to do Muay Thai. Man, uh, you, you are going I'm gonna to get, I'm going to start beating up Joe Rogan because he's still very tiny. Even yeah, though he's yeah, strong, yeah. he's tiny. You see, he's got a good spin kick, but I feel like if you can take the kick and you get in there and you I mash his head up against the fucking wall and shit Can't and wait. just be like, you don't understand. I'm fueled by rage. You don't got the rage I got. You're yeah. soft now, buddy. You're soft You're now, soft. friend. Also... Thank you to Dan Soder. He mentioned this on Joe Rogan, and it was very sweet to see Joe Rogan not acknowledge, purposely not acknowledge it. <laughs> anyway, when it comes to the poo poo, uh, you got to be safe because it can change. There's a lot of different stuff that well, happens. We just with bacteria, went viruses, fungi. This is so called I alternative health. Alternative with Ben and Henry. Like this is well. I mean, uh, this is according to the Quadram <laughs> Institute. Again, what is that? It's tantalizing. It's not tantalizing. It's it's reverse dookie. I don't want to be crass and i certainly don't mm, want to be problematic don't. no 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 but do we have to start arresting these scientists because what are they doing in these labs what are they doing 
I just they should at least be threatened with a hand with handcuffs. I mean, like, yes. all right, if you say one more thing about putting shit back up inside of our butts, you're yeah, gonna I'm, arrest you. I'm Dr. Porcupine. I mostly work with this shit. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I just feel like they're the Miltons of I, the entire hospital. They're like, you don't want to go to the seventh floor. That's the shit unit. They're really bizarre. You, they make HR look handsome. Oh God! All, all right, right, let's get into some real fucking news. Absolutely. Live from your grave. A roast as dark as the night, perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes, he's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> My boy, Texas Beat is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor! By Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some chop. Texas Pete sriracha sauce. And I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs in a whole bunch of chai. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. I'm, I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses Filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay, because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt and not only are you going to get the judge reinhold sitting on the clydesdale entire series clothes and non-clothes what we also are going to offer and i mean this 
We're trying to get into giraffe rides. I brought this up the other day. We got to start riding other animals but horses. Take pictures of the horses. Photoshop the horses into other celebrities, but stop riding them. Save a horse. Ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says right here, what would you do if another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously I'd get some nunchuck training in. Oh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine. That's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer, it's of course I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But a lot of people get mad at that. And it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and you might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D. But now this is, I'll do this real quick. Again, how many fucking times do we need to say it on the show and everywhere possible? If you were talking to a hitman on the phone, it is literally never once, ever, 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 never, never, ever, ever a hitman. Not a hitman. You, I'm just going to say this again. If you want somebody murdered, you're going to have to do it the old fashioned American way and you have to do it yourself. Do it yourself. And if you're smart, you'll get away with it. But honestly, odds are you won't. So just remember, Divorce is legal. Divorce is legal. You can and, always just leave. And not to be anything, maybe this is good. We're going to get into controversial territory here, especially if you're a lady and you're a lady in the environment. You get off a lot better on the, in the divorce proceedings if you just oh, learn sure. how to do like. <laughs> oh, she's a little piggy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, I'm jo- obviously, um, it takes a lot of evidence. It but does. The, so here we go. This is a, a, a this is a pediatrician. A Louisville pediatrician mm. was accused of trying to hire a hitman to kill her ex-husband. Um, Wait a second. They already, already got divorced. Already got divorced. See, you got to let it go. Just, they say if you love something, let it go. If it comes back, then it's meant to be. Otherwise, I don't know. Just go have sex with somebody else. Or it's stalking. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to really, truly, legally let it go. <laughs> she should have just been like, we talked about this on a little bit, I think, on the last uh, radio show. But the idea of like, sometimes like. You need to check out. You need to find a place where you can go get get dick. Sure. Or pussy. Wherever you get get your pussy like licked. When, when we were in Indianapolis, we saw a 56 or 54-year-old woman. She oh, was the she, horniest woman we have ever I met have in our entire never, life. I have never met. We've never met a hornier woman in our life. We sat down and she said, oh, yeah. The reason I come here last time I was here, there's only five girls to all the men. She, and I went home with a 29-year-old and I was so proud of her and I could smell her pussy. She was just ready to go. and I Immediately. Met, and we were both like, ma'am, you are... You 
you're something special. Well, you were a little bit like, is Kissel going to do it? Because oh, you I also thought- said the same way when I was speaking to that grandmother at the other bar yes. where I was like, I was just relating to her. And yes, was there a moment there- where I was like, Am I gonna have sex with this grandmother? There was like a, a she was very of a cute. Second. I was she kind was... of excited because I was just like, "Holy fucking shit, Kissel's gonna bang this indie nurse out of nowhere!" Like she's gonna do, <laughs> but it's fine. Honestly, lovely woman. She was lovely. Uh, no, honestly, no. She ended up saying a bunch of terrible things later on. Which oh, she was so... very yeah. She was a racist. We had to leave her alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it's still yeah, it's Indianapolis. It's, it's Indianapolis. We still managed to have a good time, and everybody that actually saw us after our postponed show, I what was the name of that bar? Oh the, my the, goodness. Um, the uh, the sli- Lumpy Tins. The Slippy Con. Uh, no, not that's sl- bad. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. So, no, that's bad. No, no. I was going to, no. Scrat- Never mind. The, the slippery, I was going to, I was thinking like slippery slip- noodles. Slippery, we yes, the slippery noodle. And so I was thinking slippery dump. Anyway, whatever. It was called the slippery noodle. And yes, but that place. Wow. Yeah, the slurpy noodle. And it was a horrible name for a bar, but it was very effective. We watched the game. And everyone that the came was very sweet. Bartender was lovely. Everybody yes. who came and hung out with us was lovely. Okay. Um, so we'll get back to this. So Stephanie Russell is the pediatrician. Now, she did the thing. She believed she hired someone on a Sunday. Honestly, that's also Hitman's day off. Absolutely. It's the Lord's day. Because, You're always you know, in church. It, that's so true, though. A hitman always is kissing the cross. They're always like, Mother hey, Teresa, I, I love Mother go Teresa. See, I, love I gotta virgin. go down. I gotta see my mother. I gotta give her a kiss. I gotta bring the brajol to Rita. It's the yin and yang. Yes. Um, so this was uh, in Norton Commons. This was a very affluent neighborhood that this doctor was a pediatrician okay. for. Okay. Obviously hooked it up online. They talked about it. And, and this is the, the thing that really sh- like shows you again why it's not real. She paid... Only seven thousand dollars for a murder. Oh Again, my god! And I do believe that this is this is how like when you go to properly negotiate your salary when you go into a Absolutely. job, you should look at kind of like the history of like what p- p- things cost and all this kind of shit. I I can imagine you're not getting a murder for less than twenty five G's. That's right, because I believe we actually got an email saying something similar to that, where it's like twenty five grand. Upwards of hundreds of thousands of dollars, depending on the person. Seven grand, I am sorry. It's actually offensive. If you're going to put a hit out on me and you're only going to pay seven fucking grand. You, what's wrong with you? you that's it. how little respect you have for me? It's just so rude. If you're going to kill me anyway, at least it should hurt your pocketbook a little bit more than that. It should be at least half the down payment on a house. Absolutely. She was also a uh, she was a pediatrician at Kids Life Pediatrics, K-I-D-Z. And I'm just going to say this. Not everything has to be fun. No. Kids life. It's it's a it's a doctor. Every it's a hospital t- for kids. Maybe they have cancer and stuff like that. And bring, like, every single time you have to bring your cancer riddled child yeah. into kids run, you're gonna be like, you know what? I'm not ha- I'm not taking him to the ball pit today. His bones will fracture. Oh. Um, but she only put so she the, she paid half up front. She put thirty five hundred dollars in a Dropbox outside of her medical office. So she put it where you go to pick up your prescriptions. <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, they tried calling the office. They have no fucking clue. People went to go visit her that day. She disappeared. Yes. She just no-showed on her on her job, which is difficult as a pediatrician. Absolutely. And this woman's name was Stephanie Russell. And so Stephanie Russell, so she said, okay, here's 3500 bucks. It's in a Dropbox. Don't even worry about it. Um, according to Lance Dooley, uh, who lives in the Norton Commons, uh, who has two daughters who have been cared for by Russell since they were born, they say she's been their primary care provider for six years. So it's freaky. It is that freaky. she put a hit out 
on her ex-husband. Freaky indeed. Do you yeah, trust yeah, it's the like, doctor? It's a bit freaky. It's a bit freaky. Do you trust the doctor more or less? Because you know for a fact she has the she desire cares. to kill, but exactly she hasn't. Well, I Do you know think, because it's like uh, everyone who always says, "Oh, they are so good. They did such a. They're such nice people." But like. If they have no option other than to be nice, that's why, like, for me, sure. like, I work, I'm really working on it. I want to be nicer. I want to take care of people. Yeah. But, like, my brain is like, kill, 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 kill. Yes, pillage, right? So it's hard. Yeah, and I'm working sure. on it. It just takes, you know, takes, you know, but if you're this just like someone struggle, who's. But constantly this is the struggle smiling, of man. This is the struggle of us trying to, like, understand that you have to, like, you have to form your way into society. So, yes, do we have to, in many ways, I do believe, like, functional psychotics are actually some of the most successful members of our society, right? Like, because they have a goal, which is why they talk about, like, things like a surgeon or a pilot. High-pressure yes. jobs quite often serve somebody that has something like a form of antisocial personality disorder. Oh, my God, like it, that one pilot that was depressed in Germany and ran his freaking plane into a mountain. That's not functional. That was bad. But the idea of being able to, like, you know, separate the whole world from your job is a thing that's really important. And, you know, sometimes, you know, whatever. It's, it probably helps to have some empathy, but also like it keeps you focused. The one thing that this pediatrician mm -hmm. didn't have was focus that's because that's true. what it shows being like. So I'm here with my kid. He's got um, he can't beat Mario gout. Galaxy fast enough for me. That's massive a problem. Maybe maybe a case of the gout, because I think they have lobster lunchables now. I don't know what kids kids problems are. And she's yeah. in there and you think she's in there looking at his thumbs to see if his twitch <laughs> reflexes are strong <laughs> yeah. enough so he can become an, a professional gamer. You're just talking about or, Holden McNeely. I, I yeah. wish he was at the level to be professional. <laughs> but then the pediatrician is not even thinking about your fucking son's thumbs. Right. She's got her head in a million other places thinking about all the different ways she's going to set up all these Rube Goldberg traps for her ex-husband. Indeed, she's a regular Jigsaw. Speaking of doctors, Jigsaw certainly was at a doctor quite often because he suffered from cancer, cancer. which makes him kind of empathetic in, in a, a sense. That's also, what they do to us. big mistake. She mixed business with pleasure. Always. You can't have no. any drop-offs taking place at your job. This is what, uh, according to, uh, uh, again, uh, Lance Dooley, this is what they say. They say money drop-offs were happening right around the corner. That freaks us out. It's one of those things you just don't expect. No. And you really don't. You really, so. you're right. You don't expect. Because yeah. if you did expect it, you were planning a murder. Yep. Indeed. You were there. You were a part of the process of, of going, you were going to do this murder. Yeah. And according to Nancy Newman, uh, you know what? She she never thought anything like this would happen. You I, know what? Why she are we says, talking to these people? Well, because Why this are we is, even asking them? Yeah, well, of course is, they don't. Well, I mean- Again, no one important. says being like, I hope my doctor is also a murderer. You never know. She says it's shocking to say the least. And it's very sad just because it's very nice when you see a reputable establishment that's been around for several years. One that you can actually I recommend to other God, people. It just, I've had several friends that bring their children there. You know what this is like? This is like on an obituary when they put like they love to laugh. <laughs> Where like <laughs> laughter is pleasant inherently unless you're going <laughs> over a dead body. Right. That's the laughter is pleasant. Everybody loves to laugh. Well, of course, you're a corner or a makeup artist and you're happy with your work. You give them a nice smile and then you can laugh. Why not? It is weird. Have fun with it. I mean, then again, I feel like that that falls into the maniacal category of after you've made up the corpse and just go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Incredible. It is. Almost alive. Almost alive, but still very, very dead. So anyway, uh, 
Uh, don't trust pediatricians. No. Never believe that you're actually speaking to a hit man. No. Uh, if you are divorced, just check in with your ex and be like, got any plans or lately? Or never think of him ever again. Or never think of them ever just again. Just move on. Go get that pussy. Go get that dick. Eat some molly. Go to Italy. Gain five pounds of carbs. Ooh, do what you have to do. Yes. Anything oh my. but murder. Well, speaking of which, if I had to oh. change my dookie with one person's dookie, I would change it with an Italian's dookie because they eat so good. No, I want their mouth. I don't want after they ate. I want to experience with my mouth. You don't eat the Duke. You put the. I don't know. Anyway, I actually don't know. They just put it right back up your butt, buddy. This is why we have an email. Side stories lpotl at gmail.com. Do they just put the poop right back up your butt? <laughs> just We're just really are crushing it today. This is <laughs> great. This is great content. Every time I see a traffic cone, I'm like, you know what? You fill that with shit. <laughs> <up my> ass. <laughs> really pound it down in there. We really need to figure out how to go back on tour. Yeah, we now, do. Now, big white bunnies. Now, I wanted to talk about that since we brought up yes. this story of a giant Easter bunny. I've actually received several emails and about I, giant rabbits. If I recall, when you read that email, you did think it was just a person masturbating in a bunny suit outside of this girl's home. I did. But now are you changing your tune a little bit? No. Okay. But I'm still saying it's interesting to see <laughs> how many giant rabbits people have seen and how, like, in this world of, like, single-use cryptids, yes. like what we covered before, like, that concept of the anomalous sightings mm -hmm. is still very much in the population and like it's i just find it i find them fascinating fascinating um, but i do want to read this little story that also, we got sent from a listener about another bunny sighting which is because also there's an entity known as the puka that okay. is a uh i believe it's a giant it's a puka it's like harvey the rabbit what is a puka rabbit oh my goodness it looks it's a absolutely horrifying um this is a it's an irish fuckler uh and it's also it's sometimes also seen as a dark sleek horse Ooh. um and it can turn into a giant rabbit and i believe that is the explanation for the rabbit harvey um from the the old movie harvey with yes, the enemies absolutely with uh, the man who went to washington i forget the actor's name very um, famous rippered rippered Montalban. Yes, Rippard Montalban, one of the better actors to ever walk backwards. <laughs> He's, and that's what the fantastic. thing is. They always had to reverse the reveal so it yes. appeared that he walked forward. But in even those haunting actions, mm -hmm. we loved him. Tantalizing. Um, I am a 28-year-old female. But the time of this incident, I was in fourth grade and living on a military base with my family. Okay. It was the night of Easter when this occurred. Oh. You notice nobody saw fucking Jesus. <laughs> well, is now? Oh man, I'm so far removed. Easter is when Jesus was. He wakes up, getting blown. That's wait, when they delete. He leaves. That's when they roll the rock oh, back that's and he's they, gone. They and do they, the joke on Twitter that Zombie Jesus Day. Yeah, didn't have anime. Whatever. Being, it's actually on every fucking year. It's Easter. It's a holiday until we finally eradicate the. Catholic oh wait, Church. I did have it then. Yes. Oh. <sighs> Now, during any holiday where gifts were left, my sisters and I would all share a room to sleep over, mostly out of mutual excitement. That's cute. Yeah. Right? I was always the one to wake up the earliest and out of excitement to peek at the presents and sneak back into bed waiting for everyone to wake up. Oh, interesting. I love that. I was like that too. I was because I hate secrets. So I like to get in there. Yeah. I could never sleep through the night on Christmas. I was too excited. Always sitting and watching. Yeah. Always sitting and watching. But the nice thing is about growing up super religious, we never believed in Santa Claus. Yeah. So you can be openly about, like you didn't have to do the whole like no, my parents, procedure. Oh, my parents really wanted the, uh, they wanted the accolade. They wanted to be thanked. You're correct. And they they nailed were it. correct. They, they were did. Correct. They nailed it. Um, this Easter, however, I woke up to do the same, creeping down the stairs to see a giant standing rabbit. He was all white 
and his ears were long. I was only at the top of the banister where you could peek, and I saw it start to turn. I remember feeling so terrified that I ran up the stairs Uh and pulled the covers over me. I could not move and only hoped to fall asleep. Eventually I did, and then I woke up to, quote-unquote, normal Easter. Why is that what people do? You know, especially as children, if you're a child and you're listening, turn it off. Number one, it's an adult show. Um, Mm. But don't hide under the covers. Everyone knows you're under the covers. And if you're going to be attacked, step, 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 step. That's what I do. You just put your, but you just make yourself a human ravioli. Seriously, if I saw you travel, yeah, you'd be a a death empanada. So maybe just go, I would say, hide in the closet. Maybe it'll slightly safer. Scream again. Always. What you need is, we learn from pirates, the surprisal. You see that bunny, turn away, do you go, fuck you, bunny. Fuck you, bunny. You get up in the creature's face. You yeah. do technically in many ways. Dan Aykroyd was correct with Ghostbusters with the get her mentality, yeah. only yeah. just because it's just going to come and find you. Absolutely. And if you know bunnies are exceptionally sensitive, to so be like, you look pretty stupid in that dumb outfit, bunny. Won't you hop along, you stupid egg-laying piece of trash? But you bang pots and pans together. There you go. Uh, but there's that story, which is really fucked up. I also have this other single-use cryptid story that I wanted to talk about okay. real quick before going to. It's like so. This is the type of shit. It's weird. Obviously, uh, people see things. Your brains complete the the equation. We, mm-hmm. but who knows what's on the other side of the equation? Because we know the reality is just comprised of whatever our rads and cones put together. Absolutely connected to our brain. I recently listened to your episode on one-off cryptids, and I heard you do a listener email about someone's personal one-off cryptid, and remind me of this time almost twenty years ago when I witnessed the single strangest thing I've ever seen in my life. I was 14 at the time when this happened, and it was back when the uh, brood X cicadas started coming out on the east coast of the U.S. Very loud little creatures. They creeped me out. I was living in the D.C. metro area, uh, and they were out in force for a few months. They were everywhere. Now, my house is situated at the end of a neighborhood next to the main road that goes by it, and because of that, we have a good vantage point of the sidewalk that runs beside that road. Uh-huh. Now, during the height of, my, of the cicada season, the power lines, trees, bus stop signs, everything with any height were always covered in screaming cicadas. Dude, those things are freaking horrifying. Was it every 10 years, 100 years, uh, or whatever the hell they are? 14 years, it might be. Soon they're going to be cuisine. We're going to start eating them. <laughs> Yuck. Sometimes I'd wake up with a dozen or so or more on my window screaming right outside my room. And because of this, my family thought it was crazy to go to try to go for a walk since you couldn't walk anywhere without accidentally stepping on a few cicadas every other step. <laughs> I mean, that, have fun with it. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Crash, crash, crash. It's like uh, that fantastic movie uh, with the big bugs. You've got a Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Underrated film, by the way, if you ever want to see a big bug vagina. Oh, yeah. Check out that film. It's fucking sweet. And it's a satire. It is. It's fantastic and brilliant. Now, there was this man. That's when I saw it when I was on a walk. There was this man. At least he was a tall humanoid wearing a trench coat and a hat that could walk down the sidewalk by the road every day around 4 p.m. Then a few hours later, he'd walk back the way he came. If walking outside with cicada corpses littering the sidewalks or wearing a heavy coat in the middle of summer wasn't odd enough, he was also constantly being followed by hundreds of cicadas. They wouldn't the land on him. Cicada king. I guess so. They wouldn't swarm on him. They would just fly around or follow behind him like he was controlling them. Cool. My parents would always call out to me, say, hey, look, it's Cicada Man. Whoa. Right as he walked by, and I would run to the closest window to see him. So one day I thought I'd try to follow him. Yeah. 
Never a good idea. And just to see if I could find out where he lived or why the cicadas hung around him. So I tried to tail him for a good hundred or so feet behind, trying to look like an inconspicuous teenager playing outside, hiding whenever he'd stop to look at the cicadas. Not following you. Not following you. Definitely not following you. Just a child. Okay. All right. He'd stop to look at the cicadas and signs of power lines. I followed him down the sidewalk behind my house around the neighborhood to this wooded area with a trail that connected to the other side of my neighborhood. This is where you need to stop following him. Oh, yes and led all the way out to an outdoor mall that I'd always ride my bike to. I was familiar with the trail and I knew where every fork led out since I was so close to my house. I didn't feel scared or lost or whatever when I went back there. So this time was different though. At some point I lost him in the woods. And that's when I started to feel this feeling of dread Uh surround me. It felt like cicadas had also gotten louder. Like they wanted me out of the forest and I ran as fast as I could. Right? And it got home as quickly as possible. And it was about a month or two later. The cicadas started dying out. Cicada man stopped walking by with his cicada brood, and we never saw him again for years. I eventually moved out from my parents' house and moved to the Midwest, where the most recent brood X emergence last year wasn't as large. But when they emerged again back home, my parents say they never saw cicada man again. Very mm. interesting, perhaps. The cicadas ate him. All right. I don't know what that is, but it is weird. And also, just remember straight up, People are weird. People are weird. All right. Well, speaking of weird people, let's get back to urine. Uh, so this is an interesting I think story. That's good. I love it. Now, according to the, just judging by the mugshot, this is a strong woman. And she looks like one of those people who just really believes marriage is between one man and one woman, even though uh, she looks like she might love another woman. <laughs> I think that she looks like Mickey Rourke. <laughs> She does. She is an Mickey intense Rooney. looking. <laughs> Mickey Rooney. Uh, so anyway, there were neighbors, right? Everyone has neighbors. Sure. Now, unless some, you unless you've killed them all. Yes, and <laughs> yes, then you have more than enough neighbors because you're in prison. So mm-hmm. neighbors kept on. Uh, they had these chickens, right? Yeah. And chickens are cute. I'm still going to eat them, but I do love the chicken. And if you if you name a chicken, you groom a chicken. I will not eat that chicken. That's your pet. Oh I yeah, understand. we'll t- we'll I'll talk a little them. bit more about chickens soon. So a neighbor's chicken kept on pooping in this chick's backyard. Now, a Florida woman allegedly, because of this, retrieved a bucket of pee from her bathroom, which I mm. assume means that she was pissing in a bucket yep. instead of a toilet. Well, because the toilet, ju- the thing is that every time you piss in the toilet, you have to say bye-bye to your pee-pee. Yeah. And that's got to be sad because you make all this pee-pee and you think right. like, oh, like, what will I do with all sure. of it? I, they're like my friends or my family. I can't just let this. Technically, urine is the child of my bladder. Well, just be very careful again. Again, while drinking so much urine, it can affect the kidneys. So make sure, again, like a sommelier, spit it out. Mix some water in there. Mix or some <laughs> or some Red Bull. Put if it you on really ice. Want. Yes, indeed. So she says, "Your chickens are shitting in my backyard." So then, of course, she went to get this bucket of piss, and then she doused her neighbor with the foul liquid. Her name is Christine Terman. She's 57 years, absolutely furious, and she has now been charged with misdemeanor battery. Misdemeanor. Everyone always says I say misdemeanor. I don't know. But misdemeanor, whatever. You try talking on radio forever, (laughs) critics. Um, So she's been charged with the confrontation, and the cops say uh, the the victim, uh, Lawrence Stencil, uh, was really not doing well and quite upset. So this is what this is what happened. Cops say Terman's uh, seen it right was mad at the victim Lawrence Stencil due to the chicken. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah they were all so shitting on Terman, her porch. Yeah, so Terman went inside, got the piss, walked out. 
uh, to the back patio through the full bucket of piss. Do they put the whole no. homicide squad on this? Do so they manage to retrace her steps? Do they go and they locate her shoes, make sure those would know her? Those were her footprints in the dirt. Do they go and they taste the piss and have her piss in a little cup and then they'll be like, yep, that's hers. All I'm saying is, Christine, you got the wrong victim here. You should have dumped the piss on, on the, the chickens. Chicken. So the bucket struck Stencil in the face, causing him pain. And now the sheriff's, <laughs> the sheriff's deputy, he shows up and he's like, no, what's going on here? Another piss-related incident. And then uh, they knew that the victim uh, was covered in piss because, quote, the victim was wet when, when we arrived and smelled of urine. <laughs> so uh, that, that was that's how they knew. And then we caught her yellow hand. <laughs> yeah. And then Terman, uh, she rela- she said, yeah, I did it after being read her rights. Yeah, she um, definitely did it. Because yeah. she probably also had some piss on her as well. Yeah. Terman's boyfriend, Kevin Avery, 59 years old, mm. uh, was also arrested for threatening Stencil in the presence of the police, which is, you know, so this whole thing because of the chicken shit. Now, I understand chicken shit in your backyard is probably not the most fun, but maybe the first thing you do. Say, hey, can we get a chicken coop? Let's talk about these chickens. Let's just address the chickens and talk about it. How, like, you know, maybe start with the conversation. Right. Let's, let's build a rainbow bridge. Absolutely. This is a real stand your ground bathroom edition. I do think it could have been worse. Oh, sure. Obviously, we hear about gun oh, yeah, could violence. Could have shot her in the head. It could have fucking could have tied her up in the back of a human sized cage and could cut her tits off and fucking and, and electrocuted her. Yeah, there's so many other things she could have done. Yeah. Well, I think the victim was a man, judging by the name. Still cut Lawrence. his tits off. <laughs> Cut his fucking tits off. Yes, indeed. I fucking did torture have... him to death, man. This chicken, his chickens on your house. You, of course, you want to hang him up by his toes. You want to bleed him out like he's a fucking prize hog. You want to take all that blood and you want to fucking boil it into sausages and feed it to the neighborhood. Sure, but actually, and again, I'm actually, I'm thankful. She went the piss route. Yeah, you know, it could have been a lot worse. And obviously, she says, your chickens are shitting in my backyard. That ain't no chicken scratch to me. I'm pretty upset. So I'm going to go drop some piss on you. Poop versus pee. Chicken shit versus human piss. I understand where she's coming from to some degree, which I think is why it's only a misdemeanor. But at the same time, again, you got to live next to this person. And now all of a sudden, you're the neighbor who threw the piss on the other neighbor. And then everyone knows there's this is a real this is a real Shatfield and McCoy's. It is. It really really is and but honestly the chickens are really a big deal uh, according to many people we got a lot of emails about I these know. chickens about these island chickens um they said people one listener said i've lived on the islands of the caribbean for most of my adult life and the chicken problem is also it's it's just a thing on all islands uh they're everywhere they say he says uh, quote chickens are stupid big mean and cannibalistic um they chase dogs they dig in the trash and uh, eat dead bodies of their chicken friends they don't make it across the road they literally will watch them cannibalize them and then yeah. Like, and they basically, he said, you could eat these chickens, but they're also feeding on human detritus all day. They're feeding on garbage and shit and right. other chickens and cannibalizing these chickens. So um, they're just garbage. They're just like filled. Their guts are filled with garbage. Well, so all those people in Minneapolis protesting against the chicken slaughter because all the chickens got chicken disease. And they were going to start killing people if people ate those. Leave it alone. It's not the biggest deal on earth. It's also Focus difficult on the prison problem. And apparently there are chicken lobbyists in Hawaii. As I well. know. We talked about this. Oh, there yes. is a large chicken group who says we must protect the chickens at all costs. But you know what? Like most people who virtue signal, I bet you they don't even live by the chickens. I don't even think they know what it's like to be in these chicken communities. That's why I feel like these yep. chicken lobbyists. Oh, you want to be a lobbyist? You should live in a chicken neighborhood. Absolutely. Well, speaking of foul news, this is kind of an interesting story when it comes. There was a mom and, and she was breastfeeding, which is what a lucky day for the kid. I, I breastfed until I was quite old. Oh, no. Yeah. 
14. No. 14 years old. I believe I was, I was three. Which is the reason why I actually find it is weird. Whenever you do see a woman breastfeeding in public, you're always like, can I have some? Can I get into that? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, which is, I, I feel like it could get us kicked out of some Delta lounges, but the one in LAX is so understandable. I'll never forget when I was walking up Metropolitan Avenue when I lived in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, there was a six-year-old, seven-year-old standing on one of the little stoops there that would surround the trees, sucking on his mom's tit. And uh, he looked at me and he was fully, fully sentient. Oh, yeah. It's and, a, uh, a full-on um, human, yeah. I actually completely disagreed with that mother's... Um, I just disagreed with the mom because also it was in front of all the other students who were playing outside for recess. And then what's that? And then just, we were, we were speaking with like people who do like the mommy fetish stuff, we, oh, a yeah, call yeah, in, yeah. a call in on oh, yeah, open yeah. lines, a, a caller. Yeah. Where do you think um, it comes from? That. You see like hot mommy. Cause the thing too, I just, we, we were just in Williamsburg and I did happen to see, you know, and I'm not staring, you know, maybe this is inappropriate to say, no, but I was, you know, I was at a very nice little cafe getting sure. a coffee and a very attractive Brooklyn mom pulls her boobie out sure. to feed again. Natural. It feels to me far too old child. I don't know. Very long child. Yeah. Very long child. And then that feed on. That's yeah. fine, though. Again, you should be allowed to. You, yeah. I don't think it's wrong, but also like, but if I look at it. What have I done? Am I bad if I see it? It's not like I'm, I'm not sitting you there taking pictures of no, it. No, you're allowed to see it, but you're not allowed to stare at it. Yeah, yeah, and I can't go like, nice. No. Like, somebody's got some lunch. Like, I don't do that. I'm very, <laughs> no. I'm very respectful. Of course, very polite. As a matter of fact, this goose story is technically hero of the week. What? Yeah. Guess. All right, let's do Hero of the Week. <laughs> so a British Colombian mom, she's sitting there and she's just letting her kids suck on her tit to get all the milk out. And then all of a sudden, she sees, just fucking she sees an eagle, right? And yeah. this eagle is like, I'm fucking wow! I'm hungry for a goddamn goose. I feel like it's Christmas, man. And, honestly, and I ain't celebrating. Eagles, for the most part, too, especially the type of bald eagles are scavengers. Absolutely. So she's in the middle of breastfeeding her daughter, who is six months old. Totally normal. Fantastic. That is normal. Absolutely great. <laughs> I'm sorry. And the family I'm sorry. I mean, you can breastfeed. I say breastfeed all day. Well, I mean, I think it would get quite sore. Breastfeed and... everywhere. Absolutely. Like have, improv everywhere. Have fun with it. Please stop. Just stop improving everywhere. <laughs> Improv in very specific theaters so I know how to avoid every, it. Yeah. Yes, thank you. So she's in the middle of breastfeeding. So the daughter is just like, I'm almost getting farming. And then uh, all of a sudden, a couple of geese walk by and a number of chickens. And Oakley says, oh, my God, this is the name of the gal, uh, Kate Oakley. She says, oh, my goodness, look at this. Uh, there's there's an eagle and it swooped down and it tried to take the female goose and then oh my god how horrible was that so she said wait so those are her pet goose that's her pet goose she's probably feeding a lot of animals there she's full of it yeah so she's, she's full feeding of it. the goose is she put the seed down or she I mean, bring the goose up for a sip on the left one i'm not even gonna tell holden mcneely about this because no. he can't get enough of the milk as a matter of fact a doctor told him he had to stop so she says we've had hawks and eagles in our yard before but i never expected to, uh, an eagle to be coming after our large 20 pound Goose. I, At some point, you just why, gotta eat it. But I, I guess feel, not. I don't know, man. How can a? I guess we're gonna get emails or whatever. But how do you, can a goose be a pet? I don't know how you can train a goose. I, I feel like they're vicious and they bite. Well, I've seen some funny videos where a goose thinks it's a dog. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I saw that video recently where the duck is going back and forth. Not just because it's just a moment in time where the dog decided to not 
destroy that duck. Yeah. So Oakley was getting her baby uh, daughter dressed and ready for bed when she saw Frankie. Now that's the name of this big fucking goose. Honk, honk, honk. See, honk, I'm honk. you. Now yeah. I'm you. Well, you give it three honks. It's honk, honk. Uh, Oakley said, Frankie is notorious. We have her because she's an alert goose. So she comes to our door when something's in the yard. I feel like someone's about to get a bucket of piss dumped <laughs> yeah. on them. If you have an alert goose. An alert goose. So if something's in the yard, you're like, hi, hi, something's in the yard. Who's the hero here? This is what we don't know. So <laughs> Oakley said she knew something was up. And then she heard Frankie calling. And then she saw her. And then she saw this eagle wings flutter past the door. And then she said, oh, my God. She saw the eagle flutter. And then she said it grabbed her by the neck. But it startled it enough that it didn't get quite a good grip. So I chased it up the driveway and let it go. And Frankie came running home. Was the woman breastfeeding the whole time? Well, I think at this point the kid was full and ready for bed. So why is this? Can I ask? Because there was a, there's a part of me that thought that this was a story because she had the child latched and I she was fighting an eagle. No, she had it. But then the kid was like. Check, please. Because what I would do is tit. I would pull the tit. I would pull child off tit, squeeze child at eagle. Milk comes out of child at eagle. Vomit. That's a super soaker. Absolutely. So she uh, said it was very bizarre to see the eagle try to grab the goose. But she no said stop. no. It's yeah, it's just hunting. But she said no can do. And then the goose was safe. So she named so, herself a hero. Yes. And also she said, and I, I think this is actually kind of offensive to her kids. She says the goose quote is, she says, she's like my fourth child. I was terrified. So I, there you go. I, yeah, man. That's um, now. Okay. Well, she didn't realize the moment was caught on camera until her husband went to look. And indeed, uh, she was laughing. She said it was hysterical. We were laughing so hard. And now the video has been shared thousands of times. And she says, people commented saying women can multitask and mamas are always on guard for everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, women are special. You know what else some people have called her? What? Mother Goose. <laughs> uh, well, I think that again, you shouldn't be allowed to call. You shouldn't be allowed to be called Mother Goose unless you are breastfeeding these geese. Yeah, well, that's probably true. And also, true. sometimes it's difficult to make your goose latch, and you shouldn't be you shouldn't be criticized for that. And you should it be allowed. Hurt. But absolutely, it's a little teeth. I'm just saying, you still, if you feel emotionally connected to, to this goose enough to want to, you want it to latch, and it's frustrating at times. Yes, because sometimes it's very difficult to make your goose latch, which is why you have to put little seeds up inside of your nipples Aww. so that the goose can get in there. And also, formula is a really good option. Absolutely. Is that what your mom did? Just rub a little marinara sauce on there so you could finally latch? We know for a fact I just didn't have the muscle build up to properly <laughs> suck the milk through my mother's nipple, which Aww. is why I was a formula baby. And yeah, yes, is it maybe maybe more independent than others? Of course. But also what that has done is given me the tools I need to survive in late stage capitalism. Okay. Um <laughs> from your grave. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here with Henry Zabrowski. Yeah, it's me, man. Yeah, bro. Henry Zabrowski is smoking some of that sweet last podcast of the left, babe. So go out there and purchase yourself some. I hope you enjoy it. We have sativa, we have indica, and we have a hybrid. And I have to tell you, from my personal experience, they are wonderful. Super tasty live resin. You really get the delicious weedy taste, which is what I like. And yes. three different experiences. You go to your local vape store and get it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We absolutely love you. Can't wait to see you on the road and get that vape. Put it in your brain and have a good time. And if you want us at your favorite weed store, give them a call and ask for them by name. Absolutely. Last podcast on the left. It's weed. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. 
a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story. It takes you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. You'll step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Use your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. You're going to get a kiss in there. There's mystery, danger, and romance as you search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris. Watch out for those sidewalks. They are covered in urine. And customize your very own luxurious estate island. Think expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. Collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. And you can chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. Oh, how I love the 1920s. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants for all climates, locations, and needs. Available 24-7, you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape design, and how best to take care of your plants. I love fast growing trees because i just moved here to los angeles i got a yard now and i'm doing all the landscaping myself i love working in my garden i love planting stuff i love growing stuff and the cool thing about fast growing trees that i really like is that they tell you exactly what type of growing zone you're in i'm in growing zone 10 and they can tell you exactly what type of trees or plants, or whatever you can put out in front of your house. Uh, I'm looking at the Norfolk Island pine tree. I'm looking at putting a little bit of red sister cordyline up in front of my fence. I think that the red will really pop nice. And maybe for the backyard, I got an extra planter that I might put a Satsuma plum tree in. And these prices are reasonable. They're reasonable if you've ever been to a nursery. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. It's sports. Prize picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor, oh, it's eaten up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Yeah. Toss that rock. Come on, guys. Yeah, pass it around. Get on the excitement with Price Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious caps. Whether it's hula hoops or earring hoops, you're going to know everything you need to know about sports. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Price Picks with as little as four correct picks. Conference tournaments are here, 
which means the biggest moments in college basketball are getting closer. Basketball. Pricebooks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. I sure wish that Bobby Bonilla was still in the game because I would pick him to go all the way. Can you imagine Bobby Bonilla played basketball? Woo-wee, dog. Then it would be more like baseball. But Bobby Bonilla would still be crushing it in the contract game. Woo! The deadliest game of all. Download the app today and use code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Also, just the final, final story before we get to here, before we get to uh, letters, porno. There was a priest. It can't help. 83 years old. And he said, fuck it. I'm done. Screw it all. Good. He said, I'm no longer a priest. I'm no longer a pastor. He traded his role for preaching to the congregation. Actually, this guy is also a hero. And he said, you know what? I'm going to become a porn star. Whoa. At 83 years old. This what? is true. He's a former priest from North Carolina. His name's Norm Self. Which is a great name for a porn star. He was born for this. So he believes sex should be treated as a joyous part of spiritual life. And I agree with him. And so he. How does he, not to be anything, but he says his experience has been delightful. (laughs) Yeah. I find these days that my body's indeed a temple where intimacy and ecstasy intermingle. I'm just so impressed he can still get hard and still ejaculate. That's the thing. It's getting hard on camera has got to be really, really difficult. That's what they say. That's the hardest part. It's the crew. It's the guy like with the boom op, just like, yeah, you got, is he coming yet? Let me get the mic in there so I can hear it shoot out. It's not easy to be a porn star. It is not. So he also realized he was married to a gal for 30 years, but then he was like, you know what? I am gay. And so he came out, which is so good for him. And I'm sorry it took so long, um, but I'm happy that he was able to find his truth at some point. Oh, he's gay. And then it took him- That's good for him. Honestly, that's probably like, I feel like in a way, maybe I'm wrong. Like, is is it so much like, do they do other things? What do you mean? Gay do you porn? Already, you, <laughs> Fernando, do you don't think, look at me. What do you think they do, Henry? Kissel, I'm just saying. Do you like, think they read books together and sip tea? <laughs> it's it's yeah. very similar to straight porn, but just imagine different actors. So tell me, uh, you hear from around town? No, a lot of times I'm on the railroad. Yeah, well, it does sound like taxing. You sound it's, like you could relax. Yeah, it's not. not me, I'm the principal of my local uh, uh, let's suck each other's dicks there you, well now you got to the crux of this uh, of the story so it took I'm him sorry. another 20 years to come out publicly wow that's huge and then finally he made his porno debut in 2017 damn 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 and uh good for him yep he says uh he says it's almost like having a party that's one of the things i admire about this way of doing porn he doesn't like it that it's called porn that's what he said he thinks that porn it's like there's like there should be a more gentle word for it like Romantuary. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess so, but also. What about just, my romance stories? See, the thing, instead of changing the name porn, just normalize the term. The, and just, then, or just that porn can't be that bad. It's just not that bad. Yeah. It's just the thing that every single human being watches. And if they say that they don't watch it, a lot of times it means it's because they're making some nefarious snuff films. Absolutely. And of course, do everything with moderation and don't have it interfere with your love life because it is, uh, it's a different era out there for the kids. Save your nut for your wife. Mm. Mm, like a squirrel. Yep. 
All right. So, so far, he's done his on-camera work free of charge, which is amazing. He of just course. does it Oh, yeah, dude. Free. Oh, yeah, of course. He's just like, why wouldn't he? He was a priest for years. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's like, no, no, no. I've done my time working. Like, this is this is just fun for me. Yes, he says. he Well, he likes to call them erotic films. Sure, um, but also normalize sense. paying people who do porn, too. They shouldn't be doing that shit for free either. Absolutely not. All right. All right, here we go. Let's also, some- if you've done porn in your past, run for office. It doesn't matter. We've all we all have buttholes. We all have we all we've all done it. So it not all porn, but we know what I'm saying. It doesn't become normal until more people do incorporate it into their life. Like well, do yeah. the thing where you can come back and say, like, yes, obviously, yes, I worked in pornography. It is fine. You all masturbated to it. You love it. Absolutely. Here we go. Here's some listener emails. Let me set the stage for you. It was around eleven PM when we were settling down. Got a few drinks in us. Going to smoke a few bowls. You know how that is. Get a few episodes of this week's Obsession in. Okay. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know that one, but okay. Yeah, no, just like whatever show. People watch shows. Oh, oh, I see. You're just saying that as a term. You heard about this new thing. It's crazy what the streamers are doing. They're putting out a new episode of a show every week. Oh, my God. Yes. It's so new. It's so revolutionary. (laughs) It's called television. No, no, it's new. Okay. Fucking assholes. (laughs) About 11.15, my phone starts buzzing. And glancing, because at this point, that was in the middle of the hit, hot and heavy makeout session. Oh, sweet, bro. What, with a r- rosy Pamela? <laughs> Your fucking hand? <laughs> uh, hello. <laughs> I hope that you did find love. I hope so, too. I see it that it's an unknown number and ignore the call. Over the course of the next 56 minutes, this same unknown caller calls me over 37 times. Oh, my God. I actually did get one of those texts the other day that was like, it was at around 1 a.m. And I got this text that was like, you met me at the Moco Lounge. You met me at the Mogul Lounge. <laughs> the thing been like, you got a fake number, my friend. Yes, indeed. Oh, um, that's so funny. Was, that's sad. <laughs> it was really sad. It was really sad. Oh. Oh, it was scary at first, and then I was like, uh-oh. No, you, somebody met you at the Mogul Lounge, and it was not me. It was not me. Um, so every once in a while, um, I answer every few times the call comes in. Feeling weird about it, I go to, out to lock the front door and the back door. So the first time I answered, it sounded like an early 2000s TV fuzz, and I hung up. Second time around, things got weird. There was a voice on the other end asking questions that I couldn't make out, even with the phone on speaker and connected to a Bluetooth speaker. I hung up. A few minutes go by and I couldn't resist, and I answered again. And this time the voices were a little clearer. One lady was asking this other lady what she had witnessed. The second lady replied that he grabbed me by the throat and was verbally abusive towards me. The first lady thanks her for her cooperation and offers her a coffee. The phone call drops. Moments later, it rings again. Elevator music is blaring on the other end. After about 20 seconds, a loud three-second beep occurs as if it's the end of a recording. Okay. Followed by a piano melody of Frank Sinatra's Fly Me to the Moon. The, the phone clicks back over and the Frankie stops just as if it was kind of a hallucination. The stern man's voice begins to bark objections at who I'm assuming was a judge. He starts yelling about a man named Stanley Powell, whose death had just recently been brought to public in the last few weeks. He was a local man who created a lot of jobs within the logging community here at the heart <laughs> of the Pacific Northwest. Okay. I hear a loud boom and the phone cuts off again. I let it go. I let it ring, go to voicemail over a dozen more times, not once leaving a message. 
page. I finally answer again, only to hear what sounds like more courtroom chaos, but not the same case as before. I've now been listening to this interrogation, I'm assuming, I'm assuming for over an hour. Nothing is making any sense, and none of the story bits line up at this point. I've looked up the number. Uh, it does not show up as a scam, and it wasn't an overlap from the police scammer, scanners we listened to. I also I have my little police scanner app, which is really fun yeah. to listen to late at night. Um <clears throat> A man keeps yelling over a lady about the children. What about the children? She needs to save the children. Call drops again. Needless to say, after these these calls, after two hours, they're still coming in, and there's still no actual per person on the other end of the res of responding. And every time I hang up, it rings again within seconds. If it's Jigsaw, I just hope he knows that I don't have time for games. Wow, that's crazy. Just typing this message out, the number has called me over 60 times. Well, I mean, I, interestingly enough, so I searched Stan Powell. Stanley Dwayne Powell, born July 4th, 1934, dead September 6th, 2021. Stanley was born in Prineville, Oregon, and indeed, he had a logging company. Weird. Uh, he, where he started his own logging company in Oregon. In 1959, he moved to Dayville, Oregon, where he started his company. And uh, when his sons, Mark and Brett, were old enough, they worked alongside him. Stanley and LaVon, his wife, were able to purchase 40 acres and build their home and so lived there for 46 weird. years. Stanley Skip was a strong-willed man. He liked hunting, fishing, bowling, playing pool, team roping, playing and guitar. dying mysteriously. I guess, but yeah. We'll find out. Anyway, that does check out with that name. This dude has a logging company in no, Oregon. No, dude, it's really fun. So Creepy. whatever that means, I mean, who knows? Like, obviously, there's still robocallers out there and things that kind of work on a on a kind of locked-in system. Like, mm -hmm. they do that. They are technically illegal, but the people still do them technically for fun. We we talked about how we got that weird, mysterious Star call. 69. Yeah, you like, used to be able to do that. You used to be able to do that back when things were free. All right. Well, there it is. Thank you so much for sending your emails. Again, side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. <laughs> Keep on sending them, and Henry will keep on reading them, and uh, I'll keep on reacting to when Henry reads them. I think that that is best. I think this is creepy, though. This Stanley Powell. What are the odds? I have no clue. That he actually it's is a really company. fucked up. It's that very, so very strange. Uh, and again, we see a lot of high strangers through telephone. So I'd love to get, if you have any of those inform if any of those stories. I love reading them. I don't get sick of them at lightstartservicelpotlgmail.com. Um, this week we have. Brighter Side Live is doing Wednesday at the Pack Theater here Ooh, in Los Angeles. Awesome. You should come and check it out. Um, and check out Classy Night Out, which is also this Sunday coming up yes. uh, here. They also at the Pack Theater in Los Angeles. It's gonna be so much fun. Uh, we're still we're gonna be out there yucking and strutting, absolutely doing our fucking bullshit. You gotta live every day knowing for a fact that like, yeah, if you see you if you see a giant rabbit, right, right, we know milk they're it. out there. No, don't milk right, it. like, but live, allowing yourself to know you might see it. <laughs> Right? Open yourself up to it. Increase your <laughs> periphery vision of your mind yeah. so that you can really think about the fact that, like, you could see a giant turtle. Sure. You could see a fucking, you, you, like, you got to be prepared. You got to really think about it, right? Anything you, could see you a, want to make giant. Have you ever seen Grimace? Yes. Seen you Grimace? remember Grimace? From, from McDonald's. Well, if you saw him for real. Anything you want to make real. You have to be able mm -hmm. to laugh with Grimace. Instead of like not worrying, oh, like I feel man. like everybody runs away. This is the problem. They I see these cryptids and they run away. They see that they freak out. They don't want to yeah. engage. They don't want to engage. I never realized Grimace's name is Grimace, which is very sad. Well, it does sound like he's got he's got a thing lodged inside of him. Yeah. Um, and that's why he's the <laughs> But you know, again, approach your single use cryptid, try to engage, mm -hmm. laugh with them, say something like LeBron, huh? Yeah. Say something sure. like, what's a other good opener? Oh, um, what's your sign? Absolutely. absolutely. What's Favorite your sign? Song. And you'll be like, yield. And you're like, grimace? 
You still fucking got it. Fantastic. And then love the fact that you have made friends with your single-use cryptid. Mm -hmm. You now have a pitch to bring to one of the big old streamers looking for content, Absolutely. desperate for content, especially mm -hmm. Netflix. Because, yeah, they might be, <laughs> they might have just fired 150 people. They might be lowering what they said they might be, they called it restricting their stream. I love um, that. Netflix is a joke. No, it's a joke. They know it. It's a joke. They think it's funny. Wow. So just again, you're making content that way. That's OC, baby. I love it when large corporations blame password sharing for their demise as opposed to their own inept, uh, complete ineptitude. It's like telling me that I can't pre-rinse my dishwashers, dishes worth putting in the dishwasher because the reservoirs are running out and it's not because we insist on drinking almond milk in a <laughs> desert <laughs> and it's a desert and we don't belong mm. here and they shouldn't be, they shouldn't shouldn't be putting, pumping all this water into the almond milk. I got nipples. Can you milk me? You know, we keep trying and we'll never know. But thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening, everybody. Hope you're doing well out there, surviving, and stay uh, as positive. I know things are tough for a lot of folks out there, so stay positive, and we'll yes. try to keep on getting through this, and don't worry. We'll be called home at some point. Just, just try to make it natural. I, yes, try to I, say this to my, I say this out loud for myself because uh, I was but seriously, still honest, unable to buy a gun. We joke about this. I really do think that we've said this before. Things are really fucking chaotic right now. I got you we want to say this as a disclaimer we've experienced it everybody i think is feeling the same fucking heat right now there's a lot of there's a, a lot. lot of fucking garbage flowing out kind of feels like the problem they have in space where there's just so much garbage just floating around out there that you're going to collide with something no matter what yeah. that's just how it is yeah like, i read an article about that right before bed last night oh yeah it's really scary and then i had a dream i was talking to david letterman and rush limbaugh Ugh. at the same time it was really weird honestly it would be interesting but the green room would be unpleasant yeah but i just want to say like we're here with you on the same exact trip. We want to put as much vibes out there as possible. I will not pre-rinse my dishes if that's what the government wants. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I just I mean, want you know, I'm here to not cause more problems besides the personal chaos of trying to change your fucking paradigm, your paradigm, mm -hmm. and understand that life's a little bit weirder than you want it to be. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail yourselves. Magustalations. See you, fuckers. All right. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions.